Yo, Brian Saf back again. Another episode of the Talk and Play Blurcast. The first episode of 2023. Everybody made it. I didn't think y'all wouldn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> We've had some trying years. Um, you know, ever since the pandemic took off. Like, I mean, shit was trying before that, but that shit got extra trying during 2020 and you know we here three years later in 2023 prospering and shit like that i'm so glad you tuned in once again i still appreciate it nothing's changed about that from 2022 to 2023 either way um i know i'm probably back a little bit sooner than y'all expected (laughs) i am inspired i guess i'm in a mode right now so i was like you know what let's just jump on let's let's get on the podcast um you know it'll help you out with being a little bit more consistent and because things have been slow right now i have not written down too much so the episode shouldn't even be that long either way i'm here i'm in the mood to uh holler at y'all for a second so I'm going to go ahead and do that. We got a regular old episode. You know what I'm saying? That should be cool. Giving this the first one of 2023. Um, and I'm going to try to keep it light. The headlines, you know, there's things happening there, but it's not necessarily something I'm going to spend a whole bunch of time on because, like I said, news is slow right now. And that's good. I, I think I think we do need to start our 2023 with just, you know regular old bullshit politics going on they over there at the top of the you know what we'll get into that a little bit in the headlines um the game chat not much here the gaming industry they you know chill right now they just sold a bunch of games and shit over the holidays they relaxing preparing us for the games to come in 2023 cool with that um what's this the playlist uh not very much music mariah carey still sitting at the top of the motherfucking uh hot 100 with all i want for christmas is you so not very much to talk about other than some albums that i decided to visit over the holidays i will you know get into those a little bit and then uh the watch list things are still (laughs) things are still on holiday break so that's cool. I'm going to just talk to y'all, I guess, about the things that uh, I started over the holiday break. Overall, another regular episode. You know, just we're going to start out like I can't necessarily promise <laughs> that these episodes are not going to be long because look at the last one, two hours plus. But we're going to start this one off like we're going to start this year off like I should say. So let me turn us up real quick, play some jams and then. We jump right into the headlines. Let's go. Who in a truck with that baby guts? Pachi fuck, no time to jump. Got that city shot, mama luck. Bitches kissy, cussing in the nut. In the back, gotta bring her back to some rap shit. Who's he vertebrate up? Like murder rate up. Headlines. We got. Let's start this. Oh yes, the interesting read. Cannot forget about that. I told myself we're gonna continue to do all the changes. So let's continue with the interesting read. Um. Oh yes, this was actually really, really interesting. So, if you don't know, you should know. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably do know. 
If you don't, though, um, Microsoft is trying to buy Activision Blizzard and like some everything that those two like huge companies own. So that's a bunch of shit, even a bunch of um, games and titles that PlayStation popularized. They were PlayStation exclusives at one point. Now Microsoft is uh, trying to buy all that shit, including Activision, who is the creator and, you know, Call of Duty. Blizzard, my favorite game, Overwatch, among others, Diablo. There's a bunch of games between these companies that uh, Microsoft are trying to pretty much, you know, acquire. They're trying to trying to create some kind of monopoly here or something. I don't know. Either way, they're trying to acquire Activision Blizzard. The um, the deal is worth like what sixty nine billion dollars or something crazy like that. I forget the number, but they're trying to do this right. And everything you know was uh, under review, um, and then boom. Well, not and then boom. Everything's under review. PlayStation been talking shit the whole time. Now and then boom. Apparently there was a lawsuit filed by the FTC. Now the FTC is supposed to be the one that is deciding whether or not this deal is okay. Like this they're supposed to be the ones looking at this shit and being like, this is fair. If Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard, they will not monopolize the gaming industry in a way that is unfair to everybody else who needs to make money off of video games. So that would be, you know, <laughs> that would be PlayStation, who I said been talking shit, and Nintendo, and you know, like some smaller, you know, maybe um who who Facebook now that they getting into virtual games. Like this affects the entire game industry. So FTC was like, oh no, no, we we gotta hold up on this. They citing things like Call of Duty being an issue because of how popular the game is. Like I'm looking at this article. Oh yeah, by the way, the article is on the register.com. T H E register. You should know how to spell that and dot com. The FTC is like, hold up. File flag on the play, flag on the play lawsuit because you're trying to play in our face. They they are saying things in their uh statements regarding this lawsuit. Oh, uh, let's let's see. Regulatories worry that Microsoft gaining control. You know what? I'm gonna start it from a, a decent place. Look, the FTC wants to halt the proposed acquisition over antitrust concerns, particularly as it involves such highly popular games like Call of Duty. Now, PlayStation really been bitching about Call of Duty like ever since this um, acquisition was announced, and the FTC throwing the flag on the play over that that's very very interesting because people like myself who are actually playstation owners in the playstation community i love sony and playstation that's my console of choice other than this nintendo switch back here i've been like telling them myself like y'all chill out like it's not that big deal like nobody really cares call of duty it's it's not keeping up with how the world is changing. Eventually, people will get tired of playing. I've been saying all kind of shit like Sony, you tripping? Maybe the FTC 
um, was telling Sony about these things, and that's why they were making a fuss. I don't know, but it seems like FTC is on their side. Regulatories worry that Microsoft gaining control of that and other game franchises for its Xbox consoles would unfairly disadvantage competitors, including Sony and Nintendo. So basically everything that Sony has been crying about over the past year or ever since the acquisition was announced, really, the FTC is like, yeah, they right, because this is unprecedented what Microsoft is trying to do. The deal is worth $69 billion. Like definitely, definitely under a magnifying glass. And it looks like the FTC might not, might not let this shit happen. They pointed to Microsoft acquisition of Zen max or Zenimax, which is like another like smaller, uh, gaming company or whatever parents of game maker bethesda software in 2021 and its decision to make many of bethesda's games xbox exclusives so they saying like they've already shown signs of making popular games xbox exclusive in an attempt to get people to obviously buy xboxes and you know participate in the microsoft game ecosystem either way I mean, I see that. I, I mean, I, I have to feel. I feel that. Like, if the FTC is like, no, you niggas already have shown us that as soon as y'all get some hot, y'all make that shit exclusive to y'all and shut out a bunch of the community. It's just interesting to me though because I don't like care. <laughs> like. I don't give a fuck about Call of Duty, but apparently, you know what I'm saying? That shit is important enough for the FTC to be like, flag on the motherfucking play because you think you slick. And maybe, I guess, to PlayStation's credit and to the FTC's credit, like, that is one of the first things Microsoft said. Like, (laughs) as soon as PlayStation started kicking up dirt about Call of Duty, they was like, nigga, we gonna give y'all a contract that would guarantee will come to the console for at least the next 10 years. And it's like 10 years when they already have announced that they're gonna stop making games so frequently. Like, Call of Duty was dropping like once a year, twice a year when Warzone came through. Now they was talking about going to two or three years. That's only the next maybe two to three games. And then, then you know, it's whatever you want to do because you own the company. Uh, I guess. I guess I see what's going on. Either way, um, that article is on, like I said, theregister.com. The title is Microsoft FTC Dispute Over Activision Deal Hits Court. Because up until... January 3rd, <laughs> everybody was, you know, still under review and shit like that. But no, the FTC has filed a lawsuit against uh, Microsoft over this shit. So who knows if the deal will go through either way. More information on that. Like I said, the uh, website there, the register.com. Very, very interesting article. Like I <laughs> remember I like business everything i talk about i like the business behind it so finding out little stuff like this i'm really really interested in and it's uh i don't know it makes for a good conversation understanding business and the industry that you pump dollars into on a daily basis i think people need to know that and do that 
Like whatever you spend a lot of money on, that's like that you would like not spend money on if you was broke or poor. Like really get invested in that and find out what the fuck going on with that because you don't want your hobbies to be funding some fuck shit. Either way, that was the interesting read. Uh, let's get into the headlines. Damn, twenty twenty kicked us, or twenty twenty three came through, stepping and took out some people here. R.I.P. Gangsta Boo, uh, Fred White, who is the drummer from Earth, Wind, and Fire, or a drummer. R.I.P. to that gentleman, Barbara Walters. That one, I had to stop. I was like, wait a minute. At first, I was like, she's still alive. And then second, I was like, wait, so she died. <laughs> like, she died now. That shit, it kind of tripped me out because Barbara, Barbara, Barbara Walters <laughs> never comes to my mind on a daily basis. So the fact that I, she was out of sight, out of mind, then the first thing to like bring her back to my awareness is, oh, yeah, she died. And I was like, she has been a while. <laughs> she's been on the earth for a minute. Either way. R.I.P. to Barbara Walters and everybody who died in 2022 take off man speaking about you specifically because Quavo just put this song out and goddamn, my dog got his feelings off his chest I get it man I've lost like that like losing your loved ones people you close to that shit that's pain pain like for real for real <laughs> either way moving forward um this healing energy to everybody um you know all the families and stuff like that you know just condolences because you know that shit is tough healing energy to jeremy renner as well that is the uh white man who plays <laughs> that is the white man who plays hawkeye in the mcu obviously if you haven't heard I think dog was trying to snowplow. You know, it's been snowing crazy all over the country. At least last week and the week before, like snowstorms was going crazy. Dog was trying to snowplow, you know, some snow in his way. And somehow the snowplow ended up chewing his leg up. Don't know what the leg is looking like. He did post on IG from the hospital trying to, you know, let us know he's good and in good spirits. But hopefully he's okay because whoo you need your legs i've been watching <laughs> little duval's progress after his accident last year you need your legs just healing energy because damn um nintendo switch this is a cool thing i was gonna make this interesting read until i came across that article from the register but this is dope nintendo switch has surpassed game boy and worldwide sales um, Game Boy's lifetime worldwide sales were a little bit over 118 million units sold worldwide. Switch just surpassed that. Uh, officially makes Switch the most or the third most successful video game console of all time. Nintendo DS is at number two and PlayStation 2 is at number one with 158 million units worldwide sold. Just a cool little fact, you know, dope. Nintendo is fire. The Switch is amazing. Um, this does include like the various versions of the Switch, like the light and I think, yeah, Switch and Switch Lite and the OLED Switch, which, you know, basically just a better screen. 
Um, but that's really, really dope. So Switch is an amazing console. I could see that shit being number one quite soon. Um, <laughs> like, shit changed the game once again. Just, just like the Game Boys, a legendary, con- legendary. Like that shit kicked off handheld gaming, like in a real way. The <laughs> literal father, Godfather, whatever the fuck, the Game Boy handheld, and then the Switch coming up. That thing is is carrying the. <laughs> The immense, uh, whatever the fuck Nintendo created, <laughs> the fanfare, whatever you want to call it, the Switch is handling it. I really fuck with the Switch. One of my favorite consoles, like uh, next to all the PlayStations I own. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was dope. What else? Oh, listen. So the Tory Lanez trial evidence finally hit the internet, and. He did it, bro. <laughs> like if you if you listen to that phone call and you still nah, you still on the fence, my nigga, like, I don't know, I gotta keep my eye on you because <laughs> what why? Why? It just And the crazy thing is he took us through all of this shit knowing he shot that girl. All of this stuff, all of this. We watch this man get on live every other day after the shit hit the news and just talking circles. He got celebrities doing against Megan. Regular people in the uh, shade room comments turned on Megan. Like all of this knowing she was not lying <laughs> about being shot and you being the person that did it. That's crazy to me. Y'all remember the baby and Megan fell out behind this shit because he decided he wanted to do a song with Tory Lanez knowing Megan is like (laughs) one of the pillars of his career. Like most of the baby's best music has Megan the style either on it or he's featured on it. And because he worked with that nigga and then brought him out at Rolling Loud. Right after Megan had just got off the stage, knowing this nigga has a restraint or she has a restraining order on this nigga where he got to stay X amount of feet away. He basically wasn't supposed to be there because she was there. You brought this man out on stage. Like all of this stuff happened. And this nigga know he knew. Like he did this shit the whole time. Drake getting backlash for throwing corny lines in the song, talking about this shit. Guess what, Drake? She wasn't lying by being shot, and she's still a stallion. <laughs> like that's just what I'm saying. Like all of this, Joe Budden and Vivica Fox and them getting into it. Everybody, <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy. And, and the evidence coming out, and we completely understand why they said guilty of all counts. Why them jurors said what they said? Cause we see it now. It's just crazy because I get it. On one hand, you know what I'm saying? Everybody rushed to Tory's defense because, you know, protect black men, especially black men, because, you know, we supposed to or whatever the fuck. Just feel an obligation to believe men because some of some of y'all have been damaged by women to the point where y'all ah, trust a nigga before I trust a bitch. I get it. It is what it is. 
things have happened in the black community that make men and women like be at odds whenever this battle of the sexist bullshit kick up. But it's just interesting <laughs> because this is a cold heart proof. This is this is actual tangible proof that niggas don't be believing black women when they be saying stuff and that shit is dangerous and scary dog it's, it really is because if you're a man listening to this I know you got a mom and a grandma probably some aunties uh, some girl cousins you probably got a lady or you know what I'm saying like a homegirl you really fuck with I don't know but you got black women in your life and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just weird because it could have been them and you would have had to sit through a bunch of niggas on the internet telling your friend, your homie, your cousin, your sister, your aunt, your mom that you're lying about something that happened to them. It's just weird. And, and it's uh it's dangerous. We gotta get that shit together. Especially, you know, it's twenty twenty three. We leaving this whole Tory trial in twenty twenty two. Well, <laughs> we gotta <laughs> Everybody gonna comment when they get sentenced. Like, we gotta get through a sentencing. But that was just crazy that that's how all of that shit ended up playing out. Cause even after the jury said this nigga was guilty, they people were still like, oh, oh what about the DNA? Like, even though we knew that the DNA evidence was inconclusive on the gun, did nobody say it was no DNA evidence on the gun? All they said was. We can't produce proof that Tory's DNA is on the gun because we ran the gun for DNA evidence. It was inconclusive, meaning it was DNA on there, but we just didn't know who. It ain't hard to tell. It's only four people talking about they saw the incident happen in the first place. And the other nigga was the driver <laughs> that didn't show up for nothing. It's Kelsey, Tory, and, and Megan. Megan didn't shoot herself. We had Tory. And Kelsey, they said it was woman DNA on that, so it's one of them too. Tori went on trial, <laughs> like I, it was. It's crazy looking back now, like with everything coming out. We spent all of this time arguing over this dumbass shit, and this boy did that shit and was trying to lie his way, trying to deceive us. He was trying to deceive us, <laughs> and it worked on a lot of niggas. That's the crazy part. It worked on a lot of niggas. He, then Kelsey got out there and tried to create all this reasonable doubt. And the jury was like, that's even more suspicious. Because she talking about she don't know if you paid for her lawyer or not. Why would you? Why was she moving along? Because I don't even want to get back into it. I spent, I spent too much time on it already. So, um, Okay. Uh, Skip Bayless, that that shit was insensitive as fuck. Um, <sighs> y'all saw y'all saw what's going on. I hopefully I don't know because I really don't give a fuck about sports or nothing like that. But when shit like this come up, I'd be like, okay, what's going on? So Skip, you know what I'm saying he was watching the game that a bunch of you other niggas was watching, and I guess Demar Hamlin had went in for a tackle and I mean he got the shit but then when he woke up or was like woke up when he got off the ground like up to lift himself up he passed out come to find out um the boy that suffered cardiac arrest on the field skip bayless 
motherfucking ass at home watching the game talking about, you know, I understand that he just suffered an industry, but like, <laughs> I say industry. I understand he just suffered an um, injury, but um, this game is really important. Like, we're going to just postpone it because of this. Yes, nigga, what the fuck is he talking about? This nigga, he got off the ground and then passed out. That's something a little bit bigger than like, oh, you know, he pulled something and he limping off the field. Like, he got up like he was okay after that big play he made, that big tackle, and then immediately just passed the fuck out. The people had to come out there and resuscitate this nigga while he's laying on the field. Hell yeah, they postponing the game. You don't know what kind of shit that just um traumatize the the people watching you don't know that's a you know what skip did what he did he tweeted what he said shannon got on there um what no he didn't get on there <laughs> after all these players across many different sports spoke out against skip you know tweeting that bullshit shannon was like or we come to find out that the bosses asked him to not you know what i'm saying come on the show the next day to, you know, let Skip kind of explain itself, maybe apologize a little bit, leave it to Skip to get his shit out. He issued some kind of apology. That shit had too many weeds and weirds in it for me. You're the only one that tweeted that shit. You was by yourself when you tweeted that shit. That was your thoughts. Apologize for you. Don't weed, weird, nothing with nobody. I didn't fuck with that. And then... He was on there. I saw the little video. No, I didn't watch it live. I got my shit off the shave room like the rest of these niggas. But I saw it. And I know that's him. Because I know what the fuck Skip Bayless looked like. Skip was on there apologizing. Had the love. The fakeness. You know what I'm saying? The tears and shit. I ain't believe none of that. The sniffles and all of that. Didn't even, even call for all of that. They could just say I was being insensitive. That was fucked up of me. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? Say nice things to the family. Anybody affected. You know, apologize for real, nigga. Don't. We, we, we. French. Sniffles and noses and teardrops. Bitch, apologize. Why is it that? That's not hard. You didn't. You didn't. Nobody died. Nobody lost money. Nobody's going to jail. So you could just take accountability for that on your own. And own that shit. Stand on it. And really, really apologize. Either way. Shannon came back on the uh, following episode <laughs> and, you know, he was trying to share his opinions on the shit and then Skip interrupted because he was like, wait a minute, nigga, like, I ain't taking nothing down. There was a part in uh, in Shannon Sharp's, like, thing where or his monologue where he was like, oh, you know, hopefully Skip will take it down. And Skip was like, I ain't taking shit down. Now, this is after Skip was already on Twitter telling people he not taking nothing down. So, safe to say, the apology was bullshit. And, you know, Skip is going to keep on skipping. Like, I don't know. I don't think this white man like really cares too much about black people like that. Like, he got to report on us because that's his job. His report wants the sports that black people dominate in but i don't know rude insensitive what the fuck going on skip tighten up because just tighten up nigga <laughs> like like don't stop playing with us please that boy going through something the family talking about they crying and 
they never seen nothing like that happen to him and they don't know you know what i'm saying like it's real and you sitting over there i ain't taking nothing down all right get out of our face moving along uh let's see oh yes one last thing and then we are moving along to the game chat let's talk about jeremiah real quick right <laughs> because there is a clip of him singing an acoustic version of we i never i still don't know how to pronounce the name of that song is it ooh we or is it just we like french way wait french don't spell it like that either way he's singing his song and you know it when you hear it it's he ain't <laughs> it was not sounding <laughs> it's not sounding like it's supposed to I don't know if he lost it or like he never had it. And it's really just been like the producers the whole time making him sound good. But I don't know. And then like he posted this clip onto the Internet or maybe he didn't. But it's on the Internet. And I'm sure he know about it because he was looking at the camera as it was recording him. So. I don't know who posted it, but I came across it on a Instagram page that, you know, they always post about R&B. That's their thing. And he just wasn't sounding. <laughs> he just wasn't sounding. He wasn't sounding good. And I don't know. Because now I think about it. He pulled up to the verses he wasn't sounding too great then. That was one of the whole joking points because he wasn't sounding. <laughs> and I just want to understand, like, it's too soon. Did I say that? <laughs> it's too soon. He's not at the age yet where people start to expect you to, like, lose your gifts or whatever for your voice to sound a little bit different. And we just, well, okay, well, you still know the words at least. So, you know what I'm saying? We'll fuck with you. You know, everything don't have to be sung just like you hear it coming up out of your headphones. But, yeah, I don't know what y'all think. <laughs> what do y'all think? <laughs> what do y'all think? Because, Jeremiah, I want him to because he got a lot of good songs and things that he's done with some of my favorite artists is just i just want him to um i don't want him to go out like this and i notice i don't know maybe he needed a little water <sighs> let's move on to the game <laughs> Game chat for this particular episode of the Talk and Play Blurcast is as followed. The trailer spotlight is, oh, Payday 3, because they put out the trailer 
for payday three when that was maybe like a day or two ago either way i am excited for this game just off the fucking reveal trailer and the only reason that i am excited for this game just off the reveal um trailer is because i played payday 2 and that game has tremendous amount of potential it's just you know payday the graphics was bad on payday 2 like it just is what it is it felt like i was playing on a playstation 1 <laughs> but um either way i'm excited for this game um i got a homie she gonna play it with me she don't want to put me on but we're gonna play this shit and two of my other homies have also i played with we're gonna jump on that four man squad payday is a franchise about pretty much robbing banks <laughs> you and a team of four or you yeah a team of four you and three other people <laughs> Y'all take on these contracts and y'all have to basically complete the contracts without getting arrested or killed by the fucking cops. And the way you do that is by pairing with people who have a unique skill set that they've built out on their particular character that can actually help you accomplish whatever the contract is. Doesn't that sound fun? It should. It's incredibly fun. I played a bunch of rounds with my homie, but like I said, I couldn't get past the graphics, and that's my fault because I otherwise missed out on a fantastic game. But Payday 3, graphics going to be what we need them to be. <laughs> and of course, they added a bunch of other shit, or they're going to add a bunch of other shit. It's not going to be the same game, obviously. But when the actual trailer for that becomes available damn right we're gonna talk about it the fuck again because <laughs> i saw that motherfucker review trailer and i was like oh this is a good way to start off gaming for uh 2023 now that shit all right <laughs> i'm excited for it um what else we got in the game chat oh yeah check that reveal trailer out on youtube whenever you get a chance um payday three the Xbox with Gold January Games. If you are a gamer, especially if you game on Xbox, you know what that means. You download these games while they are free for your Xbox Live Gold subscription and you get to fucking keep them. Uh, Iris Fall is the first game. It is an adventure game from Next Studios that initially released in 2018. And the second is Autodots, which is a colony building simulator from Dinkin that first came out in 2019. Go ahead and download those games. That sounds interesting. Hmm. Uh, PlayStation. I ain't forgot about us, nigga. We in here too. Our free games are as followed. We have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I think I'm going to download that because the Star Wars Jedi, what is it, Survive? That trailer that came out for the Game Awards, that had me wanting to get that game. So maybe I'm going to play this one first to get a feel for it, see if I really want it. I think that's a good idea. Uh, So yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, Fallout 76, and Axiom Verge 2 playstation owners you know what to do you download those free games and they are yours as long as you maintain your playstation subscription your playstation plus or whatever 
So those are our free games for this month. What else are we talking about in the game chat? It's gonna be light because yeah. Yeah, it's nothing really going on, right? Oh, that's what I want. I wanted to talk to y'all about the games that I'm looking forward to <laughs> in 2023. So we're here now, right? Um, Payday 3 also I'm adding to this list now because duh, the trailer was fire or the reveal trailer got me excited. It wasn't fire. They didn't really show anything, but <laughs> it got me excited. Hogwarts Legacy, though, and I spoke about this briefly. Well, yeah, on the NRW checkpoint when we did our like what are we looking forward to in 2023 this game specifically was like top of the list i'm going to be playing this game harry potter fan y'all should know that by now slytherin game was goody mob i cannot wait every time i see <laughs> some kind of trailer or anything concerning like watching gameplay footage the black people on the screen, they just did us right. The hair, the facial features and shit. Like, who would have thought <laughs> fucking Harry Potter, a game about um, fantasy wizards and the wizarding world and shit, will fuck around and do black people justice <laughs> because we know the shit JK is in. So... That's one thing. I'm just really glad that this team was very, very intentional about making sure black people was going to really enjoy what we look like in the game because I've heard nothing but great things for people who are also interested in the game like myself. So really looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy uh, for Spoken as well. Dope, dope looking game that uh, fucking it, the what is it called? The demo is out. I think I need to play that like bright well after i finish recording this i think i'm gonna download that and play it because forspoken also looks amazing i keep forgetting to mention this game but it was one that i was really really excited about when i first seen the trailer on one of playstation's um like event things where they kind of tell you what's coming next what is the playstation direct that's nintendo direct what is what are the playstation things called either way don't know what the fuck i'm talking about when they go on YouTube and they mash up a bunch of trailers for new shit that's coming out and they tell you this was coming to PlayStation sometime this year or maybe by the end of this month. Um, either way, Forspoken looks fire. This whole parkour like battle system that they have where you have to do parkour to use the magic or whatever. Or she does parkour when she's using her magic to like attack and shit. That shit looks fire. I'm really, really excited for this game. And what do we know? The lead character is a black woman. Wow. We're going to be playing a black girl doing magic and shit. going to be lit. I'm really excited for that. Overwatch 2. I play that shit like religiously. It's one of the games I play the most. If not the game that I played the most. The reason I'm excited for what it has to bring for 2023 is because this is the first time like in a long time that Overwatch has like a super active and super like packed out release schedule and roadmap and shit like that like i think i think the either the new mode is is live now or it's about to be live in like the next two days this whole olympus uh gods and titans event or whatever the fuck they getting ready to do where it's like a cool new game mode they putting in and all these dope skins for characters most of which i play so 
They're trying to take my money and they might get it. They might. But I'm really excited just to see what Overwatch continues to do. The PvE um, element that's supposed to be like a main function of Overwatch 2 after it's uh, introduced. That's supposed to be coming soon. Really, really excited to see how they do that because there are skill trees involved for our heroes. Like, I'm really, really excited to see what Overwatch is going to continue to do. And it look like they really going to um, hold and stick to it now that they've gotten everything sorted out with, you know, the stuff that was happening there. Also, Pikmin 4, because something about Pikmin, like, it's one of those, like, strategy games that relaxes me. And, like, just give me a second to just vibe out. Because it's not difficult, but it also makes your brain, like, work. Like, how am I supposed to complete this task without losing this amount of Pikmin? And being able to get them back to the spaceship before the sun goes down and the little things come out that eat them. Like, it's a whole strategy involved in it, and I'm excited for it. Those are four games that I'm looking forward to in 2023. I can't think of any more. But, um, yeah. I just, since the game chat was light, I was like, you know what? Let's just have a little conversation about what I'm looking forward to in 2023. As far as games are concerned, hopefully more games catch my attention because I only named like four or five just here. And I have two consoles, but my backlog is wild. We actually discussed that on the NRW checkpoint. Um, you can check that out on YouTube if you're interested. Uh, just us having a quick conversation or... Cause it wasn't that quick, <laughs> but we centered the show around um, the games that we're going to be trying to complete in 2023 from our backlog. So interested in hearing me and Webster talk about what games we have on our consoles that we want to try to complete before we get the uh, new consoles, YouTube channel at nerds rule the world, the NRW checkpoint. We discuss it there. Check that out. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to keep it light. So that's the game chat. Let's turn up again and head into the motherfucking playlist and talk music. Looking like it's all catching up to you lately. Been a couple months since I told you it's over. The playlist for this particular episode of the Talk and Play Blurred cast, we're starting with Black in the Hot 100 Top 10. The only black person <laughs> in the Top 10 for the Hot 100 at this week of time of recording is Mariah Carey with All I Want for Christmas. I said that at the very, very top of the episode. Shout out to Mariah Carey because that song is number one again for like the I don't know how many years that shit go number one every year for Christmas and it's been doing that for like the last seven eight and it's coming up on a decade where every year that song is going number one I'm pretty sure when it hits she is going to let us know <laughs> Mariah that is uh, music video picks only one TV Gucci Bora Bora. If you don't know who TV Gucci is, 
That's great. I don't know much about him myself other than that he's a Toronto artist. Can't tell you how new he is, but Drake has co-signed this individual, um, not only appearing in this Bora Bora music video, but directing it as well. And the song sounds like something that Drake needs to remix ASAP. Could his involvement with the music video lead to a remix? I could only hope so because the song is fucking fire. I'm going to continue to pay attention to TV Gucci um, as, you know, his career continues to blossom. I like catching new artists. Um, every artist that Drake has put me on, they've been <laughs> like in constant rotation ever since. And Drake's put me on to a lot of artists like I'm talking about artists like that are big today. Janae Aiko is one that Drake put me on to. Drake put me on to J. Cole. Um, well, Drake didn't put me on to Kendrick, but he co-signed Kendrick at a very important time in my Kendrick fanship when I was like, niggas need to know about Kendrick. Then here come Drake. I know about Kendrick. Let me help you tell people about this nigga. Um, who else? Drake has put me on to some real ones. You know, Party Next Door is his artist. Drake put me on to The Weeknd. Like, shout out to Drake for being ever so influential in my musical life. And I'm going to be keeping my eye on this TV Gucci character. He kind of got the energy <laughs> that I fuck with. We're going into spring pretty soon and summer. This Bora Bora sound, song definitely sounds like outside in nice weather. <laughs> so... I'm down for that. Shout out to TV Gucci. Check the video out. It's not anything like super impressive, but um, it does look like they had a great time filming it. So I fuck with that. Um, oh, and because music has been super slow, obviously holidays, you know, Mariah Carey season. I doubled back on some albums that I had missed throughout the year. Two of them, which I want to talk about now. One being Smino's Love for Rent album. This album is fire. I can't believe that I missed it when it came out. I consider myself to, you know, be somewhat of a Smino fan. Like, I fuck with him. His music is continuing to bring me more and more into, like, him as an uh, individual and as an artist. So, you know, I fuck with him. <laughs> Outside of that, though, like the music is fire on this project. The album sounds really, really, really good. I was kind of surprised. I don't know. Let me see. I don't think this is the first Smino album that I've listened to from top to bottom. Um, Let me see. I think I heard that Black Swan project before. Either way, this is the first Smino album that I remember listening to from top to bottom. I was like, okay, I need to, to really like tap in with this guy because I really fuck with his music. Um, no L's off the project is really good. Pro Freak, Dolce slid on that. And it was dope hearing Fat Man Scoop again. Obviously, 90 Proof with J. Cole is on here. J. Cole delivered another incredible verse over a dope beat. Like, duh. Um, all of that shit was fire. I like that. What is it? Mode in a minute. Mode in a minute. <laughs> Mode in a minute uh, with Lucky Day and whoever this Phoenix is or Fiox? Felix? Yes, Felix. I think. Either way. I like that song as well. Um, Pudgy. 
with uh, Uzi, that shit fire. And I really appreciated that song because I have never heard, <laughs> I've never heard Uzi rap like that before. Like he really stepped into Smino's world and fit the fucking song. And I think that shit is dope. Like Uzi has his own style of music, his own sound. He does his own thing. But I really like that when he comes together with other artists that don't necessarily fit his sound, he's talented enough as a musician to adapt. Cause I've never heard Uzi rap like this before. And I feel like that shit is amazing. I even like this old ass Kendrick <laughs> song just because it's titled old ass Kendrick. And <laughs> the story he's telling on there kind of reminds me of like shit that I've been through. Like <laughs> that old story I've been, I've been a nigga in the car with this kind of girl, you know what I'm saying? We just chilling vibing to, the music that we fuck with and <laughs> things go where they go but um yeah man i really really fuck with smino this album is really really dope um i've been just listening to it as i game every now and then but uh i don't know i was like okay the shit came out in october like late october it actually came out like either the week before yeah, the week before, the week before her loss, which now I remember. That's why I didn't <laughs> sit in it and give it a chance like I should have. But the project is incredible. I fuck with Smino. Really, really dope. Looking forward to hearing everything he has coming up next because, yeah, man, this project, this shit fire. Love for Rent. I think it's nominated for a bunch of dope awards, Grammys. I think, I think they trying to give it some flowers. I think, but dope project. Also, Steve Lacey, Gemini Writes. This album is also really good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've been hearing bad habits on the radio and shit. Like, you know, for all of <laughs> all of 2022, I think everybody has TikTok, Instagram. Like, bad habits is really. It was one of them songs that took over for the entire year. And after I realized that I liked it, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Steve Lacey is black. So let me just tap in and give him a chance. See what he's talking about. He's a uh, kind of flower childy, but he's like his own. He kind of remind me of Jaden Smith a little bit or the other way around. Like Jaden Smith reminds me of him either way. That's not a slight to either artist. They're both pretty dope. Um, Steve, on the other hand, his album that I'm listening to or talking about right now, Gemini Writes. I fuck with it. Um, I like that he's sticking up for all the Geminis out there. I'm a Libra, but you know, it is what it is. I understand one in representation. <laughs> um, the music is really good. I really feel like he narrowed down like a longer project into these 10 songs and that shit just worked. And honestly, what was most like interesting about it or what was what caught me off guard the most about this project is Bad Habits. The album version, 10 times better than the shit that they play on the radio. Like I'm listening to Bad Habits, like the album version, and I'm like, they they did not do Bad Habits justice on these like radio versions and all this shit. Like this song is incredible. 
and it has a whole nother layer to it that really just takes it over the top. I don't know if that was intentional. What well, had to be? He put this bad habits as a single, and then the album version sounds like ten times better. Or did the album come out and people gravitated towards bad habit, and then the radio version just wasn't what's on the album? I don't know. Either way, I really, really felt with bad habits as well as sunshine with Fushi. Those two. Among, you know, this project of uh, songs, like, those two stick out the most. The rest of the album is really, really good, though. Um, Static is good. Mercury. Um, Cody Free. Like, the whole project. I really, really fuck with it. I can let it just play from top to bottom and just enjoy the music. It's not, um, you know, hardcore rap shit. Same thing with Smino. Like, they, they're more melodic. Well... Gemini writes over here. Steve Lacey, he's like way more melodic. But I took a break from all of the <laughs> the toxic shit. <laughs> um, I still play Sizzle like all the time. So I fit those two albums in there. And I still play Heroes and Villains. I'm taking a small break from Her Loss. But as I was riding in the car a few hours ago, I realized I still still bear connection to that project in a serious way so it might be creeping back into the rotation either way that is the playlist for this particular episode of talk and play blurry cast that's the music that i've been listening to um you know since everything has been kind of slow in the industry they are dope projects nonetheless i think uh scissors kill bill video should be dropping in the next two weeks i'm excited for that and Bia announced that she just finished putting together the track list and everything for her album. So that's going to be dope. Um, who else said they coming? Who else said they about to drop? Who else? I don't know. A couple other people, obviously. <laughs> Pretty sure people are going to be putting out music. I just can't think of who I'm anticipating. Either way, when new shit drop, I'll be here to talk about it with y'all on the playlist. Let's play some music real quick and go ahead and transition into the watch list. watch list for this particular episode of the talk and play blurry cast so i don't have a trailer spotlight of any kind i don't no movie trailers came out i'm trying to think right now. i'm trying to think right now no movie trailers came out no trailers for no new tv shows what well, a trailer for the last season of um was that a trailer or was it just a poster I can't remember. They announced um, Snowfall final season, which I need to catch up. But <laughs> that's happening. Uh, what else is about to drop? Oh, the new season of Power Book 2. I think it'll be season 3. It's about to come out. I'm excited for that. Um, what else? BMF is returning. I need to catch up. Let me see. Raising Canaan is probably coming back as well. I need to catch up. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm looking forward to all of those things as well as uh, rap shit returning. 
since I don't have a trailer spotlight, let's just talk about what I'm um, looking forward to coming back. Rap shit. <laughs> um, Abbott, I think the new episode either just aired or is airing within the next week. Yeah, something like that. Either way, ready for Abbott to come back. Um, whatever Disney Plus Marvel shit is about to drop, I'm ready for that. I'm like, I was just having like a quick conversation with Webster Style about this when we was recording. Like, I don't hate Phase Four the MCU at all. It's been receiving so much criticism, but I really look forward to all of these Disney Plus um, series and how those things have been holding the actual MCU together. Like, I don't know. Those have been become just as big of uh, events as the actual movies that hit the theater. So I don't know. I get it. I guess some questionable things have happened, but overall phase four MCU has been fine to me, but I'm not here to talk about that. So let's just carry on. Yeah, everything that I mentioned, I'm looking forward to in 2023. Like, television has been really, really good since everything that I've been watching consistently has went on break, namely Abbott. I think everything else is, like, done. Let me see. I need to finish um, this season of Titans. I need to finish that. That's still on my watch list. I'm going to probably get into that next. I took a break because motherfucking Southside <laughs> Southside season three came out just out the blue popped up on me. I was like, got to watch this. That fucking show is hilarious. If you just want to watch some goofy nigga shit, like not on no jackass um, pulling pranks, doing dumb shit. I'm talking about like like Dave Chappelle kind of goofy shit. Like it's just straight up comedy. It's not trying to be politically correct. It's not trying to be um, like super impactful or inspirational or anything like that. It's not like comedy with a purpose of making black people look good. It's literally <laughs> a, it's literally a sitcom or yeah, a comedy that is just got a goofy ass plot about two niggas that work at <laughs> a fake ass rental center repoing furniture whenever customers don't pay for this rented furniture that they have. They furniture repo man. Like <laughs> it's just goofy comedy and it's fucking hilarious. So that was amazing. I just finished the last episode before I started recording. That shit was funny as fuck. Check out Southside if you haven't. HBO Max, Comedy Central, um, what else can you watch it on? I'm not sure. I think those are the main two. It might even be on Hulu since Comedy Central got a channel over there. So check out Southside. That shit is hilarious. And then over on Peacock, I have to watch uh, The Best Man Final Chapters. I've been hearing nothing but good things about it, and I need to... uh. You know what I'm saying? Finish out the story, especially after the way the best man holiday ended. I'm ready to figure out <laughs> what's going on next with the gang. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to when it comes to TV. That's what I've been watching as well. What's what's on my <laughs> watch list that I need to finish up and start stepping over the anime corner real quick. I started 
um, Castlevania on um, Netflix. Listen, I've been sleeping on Castlevania. We four seasons in and I'm like, what? Episode three of the first season. This shit is fire. The action scenes, the fight scenes, the the um, drawing, like the animation, like this shit is phenomenal. I should have been watching this when it was airing like originally i don't know what the fuck i slept on castlevania for it's a fucking anime-esque cartoon action adventure show that is literally a adaptation of the classic video game like i should have been on this but i'm here now it's a lot of blood and gore I'm dealing with it fine. Like, you know, I'm not like a squeamish person, but too much. I'll be like, all right, now, <laughs> like we can dial it back a little bit. I don't need to see all that. I believe this person is dead on the show. We can move on from the blood and the guts and the gore. But, <laughs> but I really, um, I'm really enjoying what I've watched so far and I'm really excited to like get to like some of the more intense action scenes because I watched the trailer before I started it and I was like oh they fighting like this on there I need to be watching this and I started watching <laughs> so that's gonna be lit I can't wait to finish that I also um have been catching Bleach or catching up on it I know Bleach has like 59 seasons. <laughs> like it's a it's a wild number of seasons on Bleach. And I'm starting from season one and I'm gonna catch up. I see why people fuck with the show. So I'm uh uh continue to watch it as well because I fuck with it for the same reasons they fuck with it. So I'm alright, this is actually really good anime. And um I'm down. I'm finna keep watching. Hopefully, um we get a new episode of My Hero Academia back soon because I let these niggas slide because it was Christmas, holiday time, whatever. But I was really enjoying getting back into the story of My Hero Academia with these new episodes that they was putting out. Same thing with Spy Family. Don't know what well, is this like a holiday break or like the season's done like come on with the new episodes shinobi no toki been dropping consistently that shit is getting even better the motherfucking eager clan done launched a full-scale assault on the um wait am i mixing up the clans i think no yeah if y'all watching y'all know what's going on but this shit <laughs> done got good the one girl with the yellow hair the one that keep acting like a, she keep punking out <laughs> on showing up to be a real motherfucking friend because she playing secret agent, but she actually liked these people. So at this point, like your family done killed this boy mama. You need to pick a side. <laughs> like, I'm glad that when you went home, you realized who the fuck you wasn't supposed to trust in the beginning. And now it's going to take your ass back over there with, with um Itoki because your daddy was quick to sell your ass up the river, even though you was doing all this espionage, secret spy shit for him and his stupid ass boss. <laughs> like, that's, that's a lot going on. It's <laughs> a lot going on in the show. These young children are losing their parents <laughs> left and right. We are 10 episodes into 
this uh, particular anime, or is it 11? It might be 12 or 13. Either way, this season one, three parents dead already. Like, <laughs> I fuck with it though. It's a really, really dope show. Outside of that, I know I talked about what I'm looking forward to as far as anime is concerned. Fire Force, Black Clover, Demon Slayer. That's it. <laughs> I know some. Oh, yes. Um, what's what is it called? Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen as motherfucking well. Them four. Listen, and they all supposed to be dropping new seasons in 2023. Mixed with everything else. I just told y'all I'm watching as far as anime is concerned. We eating good over in the anime community. The blurs over here in the anime community are eating fantastically why because all of these shows <laughs> have black characters on them that really represent four niggas well not demon slayer and i don't think shinobi no itoki or you know what scratch what i just said either way <laughs> we the anime community the anime watchers of the nerd blurred and geek space like we're about to be lit and 2023 because the big dogs is coming back and i'm super excited outside of that uh that's it yeah let's let's, let's let y'all go i feel like time is good where it's at thank you so much for tuning in once again to another episode of the talking play blurcast remember i am brian sav that is b-r-i-a-n-s-a-p-p-h if you put an at in front of that and then, like, search me on Instagram or Twitter. I'll be there. Same thing with TikTok, but don't press me on that because I don't really post on there, like, at all, really. <laughs> I just kind of secured my at name. Put a few videos up to let niggas know it's real. And I was like, ah, I can fall off of this. I never really fuck with TikTok like that. And I still don't. I don't. I mean, I get it because I be scrolling Instagram reels all day sometimes. Not even all day. I scroll Instagram reels when I feel like it. I like seeing the pictures on Instagram just as much as I like seeing the reels. I don't know. It's just a thing with TikTok. Well, I just don't give a fuck. Either way, I'm on there as well. Uh, you know, follow if you like. Um, keep an eye out on the YouTube. Brian Sav on YouTube because I think i'm going to be doing more things with my youtube channel just because i'm trying to grow <laughs> and on top of that um creativity and uh, you know other platforms and yeah <laughs> i'll catch y'all on the next episode of talk and play broadcast oh.